what do you think is going to happen next for for artistic kids or even for your your son what happens next for him like what what are your plans what do you where do you see his his um his diagnosis going what down what route is it going to take what happens next is he just going to leave his, his life with his life artistic? or yeah that's boy let me tell you in the early stages that's one of the things as a parent with any child with a disorder that you you, you cry over you 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 pine over you you know stress and worry over is how much of a functioning person are they going to be again i don't like to use the word lucky i'm blessed my son has become high functioning um he is doing everything. i mean honestly if you didn't know that he had autism you wouldn't know if he walked in the room um unless you either were experienced with someone that's autism or you were in the field there are a few little ticks that he still has as far as body language um that every now and then he might fall into especially if he's nervous or anxious or afraid um but generally there aren't that many more much signs that you can see he's totally verbal doing everything as a matter of fact he's again as i am said ahead of the game for a lot of kids in his school um they do a similar thing because again they patched him off of Canada I did straight up one on one therapy they put him in a cluster class and now he's in a cluster school where it's a normal school with therapists on call and then they put them in the normal classes and um with him they're thinking with the new year that he's just going to be totally off therapists altogether and into what they call gen ed which is general education classes um because he's become basically a high function person so he no longer needs the support staff um and that's wow. just my unique experience i bless in that budget, that occurred pretty much pretty much getting them the help that they need at an early yeah. stage because at if you don't well, the earlier the better. Like even with with any when any person, if you're like, you know, we have our children, um, and you start disciplining them right away. You start teaching them right away. So like the the earlier you give them the support that they need, then that that's what I was trying to say earlier. It's just figuring out how to connect with them, and once you get that down, um, then that that success story could be anybody's story, essentially. You know, like we're we're basically like right behind you in that how old is your son he just turned 9 actually last weekend yeah so Saturday. like so ours is just turned 5 so like we're right behind you in that and and that's essentially yeah. exactly what our goal is so once once he's done the second set of uh, set of therapy essentially like finish through oh, that program and then and then integrate into the school into the school system And, and yeah, and green, green, green. I know you're a natural girl. I yeah, like this, green, honestly, like straight-up-yeah-yeah-yeah-yeah-yeah-yeah-yeah-yeah-yeah-yeah-yeah-yeah-yeah-yeah-yeah-yeah-yeah-yeah-yeah-yeah-yeah-yeah-yeah-yeah
be listening no can testify that i bring this in there all the time there are things that grow literally like bush okay back home it's green it's all about alkalinizing their system yeah. so bush tea blue bevin okay <laughs> anything green <laughs> that's what you want to do take parsley blend it strain it put that on the fridge that'll last the whole week you know there are ways there's calm free there's so many things that we have back home that grow literally like weeds that you can I buy feel like in the market it's more expensive when you live overseas is but i was kind it of is. the perspective that i was giving right because yeah, like exactly. yeah, back home right. when you go to the market you spend 50 dollars back home you're eating you're eating good food far less for if you have a farm of your own or like a garden of your own you know but over here when you have to go to the health food store 50 dollars is not getting you it's not filling your fridge that's, that's for that, sure that's <laughs> two good tea, two good boxes of tea bags. You know what I mean? Yeah, you really want the good stuff. So, so, so yeah, in all essence, in all essence, um, what sort of diet um should your child or is your child on right now? Um, well, whew, girl, that was a battle in and of itself because that's the next thing with autistic children. They're very, very um, just, um, very, very careful with textures. So anything soft, squishy. Mm -mm. For the first year and some of his life, granola bars and yogurt, which he soon came off of as soon as he was diagnosed. Um, and yeah, he would dairy. sometimes eat cereal. Yeah, I would. I literally had to put my son on my lap, put one hand like this, the other my leg holding him, and force food into his mouth three times a day, every day. That's how my son ate. Um, so, everything so was then dry. I had to give him like toast and and anything dry. But I. Again, disciplined. I was not the kind of parent who would be like, oh, you don't like this? Okay, no, and just keep going until we try. No, you're sitting there and I'm going to make sure you eat something substantial. But vegetables, for some reason, they um, and a good reason, they, he never gave problems with that. And I think, again, with autism, the brain and the body knows what it needs kind of thing. Cucumbers, lettuce, anything vegetable, he never gave me a problem to eat. Tomatoes. Wow. celery anything like that never had a problem and generally the people that i've spoken to anyway who have autistic children they say the same thing their kids don't tend to give problems when it comes to vegetables it comes down to when you try to feed them food food that they have a problem now today he, he eats certain things well um but again i still have a battle with him like today i tried to feed him rice and peas which he doesn't like and he the look on his face you eat it you'll take an hour but you eat it. <laughs> so you just have to stick out with them because even pizza, things that other kids kids like, I'll make him cheeseless pizza or the, the veggie pizza and he used to turn up his face and gag. That's another thing that they do they do. They, if you walk in with food, they'll literally go like that. Like and they just used to do that. And I have to teach him. I had to teach him you have to stop that because you can't go to school with kids sitting on it, especially in the States, everybody's in a cafeteria and you just they're gagging at the table. <laughs> like so, you know, it's it's just basically consistency and trying to give them what's good for them because they respond well to that. And other things that you want them to learn to eat, you just have to be persistent with it, persistent with it, honestly. You know, I when think it comes again, to like, it goes, that goes for like every child. But I know like uh, exactly. for ours, for ours um, there was like little tricks. So like he really likes frozen, like anything cold out of the freezer or whatever. Yes. Like freeze. Yes smoothies or freeze like mm -hmm. things that he wouldn't necessarily want just put it in an yeah. ice pot and give it to him yeah. you know so like that works either just trying to get the nutrients yeah. in it doesn't really matter how you get it in it's just the fact that he oh yeah, yeah. That okay yeah, you get a lot of stuff in a smoothie <laughs> <laughs> you get 
<laughs> Guys, I we really appreciate all of this information, especially for I mean, I'm not exactly a new mom, but I do have a new baby. And I know Ayanda's always preaching, you know, do not make them give you any cocktails. Imagine uh my son had a doctor's appointment uh just this past week, and um thank God he had a cold because my doctor, she's so strict, she's like, so we're giving him his immunizations today. I'm like, well, no, he actually has a cold. And she's like, well, I guess we'll have to do it another time. <laughs> so it's like, this is me procrastinating. And you know what? Like, just to go back to that for two seconds, I know we're, like, running for, for time or whatever, but, like, in Canada at least, I'm not really sure about um, the States, but when I chose not to um, vaccinate my daughter, I got so many people judging me. Um, yeah. doctors, anytime you go into the doctor's office or to the hospital for God forbid, you have to go to the emergency. They're like, is her vaccination up to date? And I'm like, you know, we chose not to vaccinate. And everyone's like, oh, you're one of those moms or whatever <laughs> comment they want to give, uh -huh. um, until you start schooling them. But sometimes you don't have time for all of that. What I want to say is though, a lot of people are, um, they're scared into doing it. So they feel like, will my child be able to go to school if I don't vaccinate them? And there is yeah. actually a form online mm -hmm. um, created by the government that you can just download and print and get it um, notarized. And it says on there that my religion, uh, my, there's three statements. I can't remember the second one, but the third one is my conscience would not allow me to vaccinate my child. So I'm like, listen, if my conscience won't allow, and that's on the government paper, what do you guys know that you're not telling everybody? Why would you do have exemptions? Play a factor. Most if, it's not, if it's supposed to be good for you, if it's supposed to be good for my child, why are you why, even why are you touching on my conscience? To say that my yeah. conscience. My, yeah. And, and my thing yeah. for parents that get all upset about that when talk about their kids, I'm like, well, if your kid is vaccinated, what you worried about? If my child, yes. if my child get measles, and I'm not supposed to affect your kid, they all vaccinated, exactly. right? So, yeah. What's the problem? And they're like, oh, you're gonna bring the sickness in. Yo, my daughter's like the healthiest child ever. She's so healthy. So. A lot of food for thought. Um, I really appreciate yes. the conversation. Um, Kea, we're going to continue this conversation, um, the yep. autism conversation. We're going to try and make it into a series of talks um, because she's gone through the process and it's all about educating other moms. And now and again, we'll probably get Ayanda to jump in because she seems to have a whole world, a heap of, a heap of knowledge away comes, <laughs> comes to, to, to vaccines for one. <laughs> <laughs> so uh so we're gonna turn this into a series so we'll give you bits and pieces of it when here is gonna be on when ayana is gonna be on in terms of discussing this thing or autism and pretty much how we can combat it i don't know if we can how we can fight it i don't know if we can and how we can actually treat or di help diagnose our kids and just protect our kids from actually getting it because you never know it may be vaccines it may not be vaccine as they say maybe oh they gave they've given all these different things including air pollution i guess we're not supposed to breathe, breathe. outside <laughs> because i didn't have any of those and by the way no preemie nothing no men no pregnancy sickness none of them exactly <laughs> so they've given all these different things except saying that hey maybe the vaccines have something play a part 
in 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 kids being autistic um i my parents raised me on on provisions i hated it fish i had fish every single day um i used to beg for chicken um, <laughs> and when i when i got a call my dad would go and get mommy zoo he'd get me dj mm-hmm. format he'd get, yeah. he'd get me out. if i had a fever he'd put the sour sop leaves on my underneath my pillow right. Um, if, if I had a stomach bug, I would, he'd give me a young over lift to chew on. Um, if I was vomiting, he'd give me, he'd crush, um, sweet potatoes and give that to me to eat with milk. I mean, like the things that they gave you when you were a kid growing up but to prevent worked. you from contracting so many different things. And it worked. And I don't mm. think I know anybody my age group who's autistic. So mm. I don't know where this thing well, is coming also from. A thing. Even the allergies right? Even the allergies. If you think of that, like there's a thing right now, you cannot send peanuts to schools because every child has peanut allergies. We grew up on peanut butter sandwiches growing. I don't know about it. I love peanut butter, peanut butter and celery sticks. That was like the thing growing up. What happens to that? Why are all these kids have these peanut allergies? Well, we don't know what's causing it. And hopefully we can all do, as responsible moms, we can all do our own personal research and nobody can stop us from doing our personal research and finding out what is the best ways to protect our kids. I'm so grateful that I had two of these lovely ladies on with me today on Kakuti. I know Ayanda does not like to be in front of the camera. Yeah, so I don't. <laughs> you, 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 you want to be behind the scenes. <laughs> <laughs> You're not gonna fool me. <laughs> I'm so passionate about life and living and care. I'm extremely um um happy that you would come in and even give us you know your own because it's coming from your own personal pocketbook. You know you're you're actually telling us. That are happening to you and exactly. really appreciate that and um and all you know all you moms out there just keep doing what you do for your kids i want to encourage you the viewers to please hit the share button now so you're on there now hit the share button and share this video with your friends and your family so they can know or they can learn something they can actually get some information that can probably help their kid or their neighbor's kid or their kid in daycare or their kid in school, the kid in the classroom, you know, they could probably help um, somebody um, out there. I'm so thankful to all those of you who came on and actually viewed. And don't forget, this podcast is also available uh, in 24 hours. It'll be available on my website. That's www.jljoseph.com dot com forward slash plog that's plug so you can just go on there in 24 hours and the podcast will be there for you to listen you can listen in your car you can listen on the train with a work <laughs> gym working out you know you can get angry with ayanda <laughs> and, and and have a good time and enjoy and don't forget to always share the video i want to thank you lovely ladies for being on with me i really do appreciate it and i hope um, that you guys will join me again on another talk. Okay, thank you so much, Ayanda. Thank and you for having me. Thank you so much, Kea, for taking time out of this Sunday evening to be here with me. And to you, the viewers, thank you so very much for joining us. Until next time, tune in for another episode of Taco Tea. Don't forget to always drink your Taco Tea. Keep your chest nice and warm. Right, look at that. Look at those mouths. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it nice and warm, man. You see that?
Okay, we're having an ice storm. We're right talking too now. much, right? <laughs> yeah, we're having an ice storm right about now. Ah, I you know, cool baby. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm jealous. <laughs> I, I think this is when I say goodbye. Thanks, <laughs> guys, for tuning in. Until next time, bye-bye. Okay, bye bye. Bye.